Good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. It's the 27th of October, almost Halloween, 2022. Okay, thanks for being with us today. On this Thursday morning, we have got a special guest, uh, Betty Norton. Betty is the president of education uh, in at a place called Exceed, like with an X at the beginning, Exceed Prep, prepare, preparatory Academy, can't talk so far, okay, at, at, down in Florida. Okay, I believe she's out of Coral Springs. We're going to talk with her about how hybrid education helps different types of students succeed, particularly in this post-pandemic world. And that, to me, is extremely important because we do a lot of work with SEL. Kids are having trouble relating in school in many cases, and we want to give, still give them a good education. Things have changed. Okay, so we got to see what works and what doesn't. That's why I was thrilled to have Betty on. Thank you, Amanda Holsworth, my buddy, for putting this together for me. Okay, and we're going to talk to Betty in just a second. I just want to say we're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. That's the home website of our American Consortium for Equity and Education. We have our uh, teacher retention sites, our SEL Today sites. All the podcasts are over there, plus a ton of other information all about equity. That's why this show is so darn important, because we got to give every kid the educational method they deserve to uh, learn well for themselves. Okay, so please check it out. Everything we do is over at ace-ed.org. And without further ado, hi, Betty. I'm Larry. Hi. How are you doing today, Larry? I'm all right. How are you? Everything good? Very good. Are you in Florida today? I am in Florida. I'm right outside of Fort Lauderdale. Oh, you're not in Coral Springs. Where are you? Um, yeah, right. I, I'm in a small town called Davie, right outside of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. My, my so best close. friend lives in my best friend lives in Hollywood. I know, I know oh, the area. Very nice. Yeah, thank you so <laughs> much for well, having they, me on today. Yeah, so you're talking to Maine today, so it's going to get cold here and stay warm down there. Okay, this uh, is well, cool. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Yeah. No, you're welcome. Hey, Betty, you taught. You 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 work at a private school. It's private education, okay? And you're president of education at Exceed Prep Academy. Just tell everybody what Exceed is, and then we'll talk to you about how you made that transition. So talk about Exceed. Tell everybody what Absolutely. you do. Absolutely. Yes. So Exceed Preparatory Academy is a grade 6 through 12 private network of schools, and we offer hybrid learning um, education models for many of our students. We have physical campuses. We're also embedded in several sports academies across the United States, and we also have a virtual school that services domestic students as well as international students looking to come to the United States in the future. So if I have a son, I don't, my kids are much older, but if I have a son who's in uh, eighth grade and I want him to, to not to go to public school, I could get in touch with Exceed even though I live in Maine and we could make that happen? Uh, absolutely, yes. Good enough. Okay, that's cool. It's, it's, and is it ExceedPrep.org where people would go for that information? With an that is kidding? also. Yes, ExceedPrep.org. Correct. That is great. Thank you. And just talk about this. I just want to mention this. Uh, Betty's worked for Broward County Huge District Public Schools in South Florida, where she taught middle school students and then later concentrated on special populations, including, which I always love working with, 
gifted and exceptional students in special education, et cetera, okay, at Title I schools, et cetera. Then all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, I don't know, you went over to private schools. Talk about that transition. What got you over to that? Yes. So thank you, Larry. I actually spent about 20 years in public education. I worked with uh, several different schools at the middle school level. And then after about 10 years, I spent the remainder of my time in Broward working at the district level, where I work with several schools, Title I, improving uh, special programs for students with learning differences and gifted. And then as time went on, I started to think about what are some of the things that I could be doing? How can I kind of scale this out, if you will. And back in 2016, I met with Brent Goldman. Dr. Yep. Goldman shared his vision for Exceed Preparatory Academy, and I found that the Exceed model had something that I was very interested in building, something that I felt I'd been working my entire career to get to this moment. So I crossed over, left public education, <laughs> came yeah, over to private. Yeah, don't worry about yes. that. You're still in education. Okay, I, exactly. I, you really are. Yeah, you're doing you're doing exactly. a great job over there. And by the way, Brent will be on in a couple of weeks. I want to talk to him about some other things. Okay, and he's the founder yes. of Exceed Prep Academy. All right, and we're going to talk exactly. talk about some things some things with him. But with you, I want to talk about this hybrid thing. Exceed is a hybrid model of education, and you said something a minute ago. You. Uh, that, that you work with other academies. And I was curious, the physical side of what you do, is it, do you have like an Exceed Academy building down there in Coral Springs, or what, how does it all work physically? We do. So physically, physically, we have three locations here in South Florida that are wow. self-standing, if you will. And students have the ability to come and go throughout the day. The head to schools there set up schedules and plans so that the students have plenty of time to meet with teachers, they work independently, and they can work remotely if they'd like to. On the sports side, wow. we have wow. our Exceed School located directly inside the sport academy. So the students, it's just part of their day. Some of the students might be starting at 8 o'clock with uh, morning training sessions, and then at 10 o'clock they'll rotate into their school session for two to three hours. They might go to lunch, hang out with friends, and then they go back to practice or maybe some game time, and then they're back to school from 4 to 5 or 3 to 5 p.m. So it's a nice blend. And then, of course, we overlay all of this with a virtual school. So if we have students anywhere outside of the country or in the U.S. who would like to participate in special programs but don't have that flexibility or access to that type of programming locally, our virtual school can offer that. And, and talk about, you mentioned something, every time you say something, you mention something that, that uh, takes another layer of the onion. I love this. Talk about what's the sport academy. Talked about that. I, love, I like that idea, I think. Sure. No, uh, we have uh, actually three different uh, types of sports academies. We're embedded in Exceed DME Academy. That's a school that we have in Daytona Beach, Florida. We have, and that's primarily basketball players, but we offer seven different sports out of that location, including volleyball, baseball, and uh, now launching a soccer program. So we're very excited about bringing in all of these new athletes. And in Des Moines, Iowa, we also have a school embedded in a hockey academy. So that school is kind of cool. We have, uh, it's right next to the hockey rink. So as soon as you step outside of the classroom, there's a big uh, sheet of ice and you can skate if you want. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's good, Kim. Well, it's spoken like a true Floridian. There's a big sheet of ice, and you can go from there. Okay, I love that. That was great. Okay, but I'm, I'm curious. So, exceed if if kids want to emphasize sports. Uh, but this is what we're going to talk about for the rest of the show. But I'm just curious if kids want to emphasize sports, basketball, hockey, whatever the case may be, they're really good at it. Okay. But they also need their academics. Okay. But they want to emphasize the sports and we have ski academies up here that do the same thing for skiing. Okay. And I'm curious, is is that what those schools are like? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is very similar. You know, the common misconception about student athletes is that education comes second to them because their sport is the number one thing. And there is a little bit of truth to that, but something that happens with most student athletes is that they dedicate a lot of their time to perfecting their craft and they understand the value of education. So typically they tend to be the ones who are ahead uh, on pace and working in their classes because they want to focus on their education piece and then transition into their training piece so that they could focus on the next event, the next tournament, the next game. So that's something that we also work with coaches to help understand the athletic mind. These students do think a little bit differently than everyone else, and we want to be able to offer them everything that they need in one location. I think that's that's really cool, something to really think about. As I say, there's a lot of, quote, skiing high schools up here in in the Northeast, okay, in the mountains, okay, where the kids really become Olympic skiers, to be perfectly honest, but they need to go to school. Okay, and that's what those schools are about. So so it's the same basic thing, and I'm just – that's really interesting. It's it's cool to know. I'll talk to Brent about this further. Okay, now, you're in charge, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I don't know what – you're president of education, but you seem to have the bent towards hybrid education. Talk about that. What what do you see in that? When I say hybrid, what do you you see? What do you do? What's hybrid to you? Yes. So hybrid to me, I I do come from a curriculum background. And so uh, to me, the top priority is making sure that the students are getting what they need and exactly where they are. And so with our hybrid education piece, our students do have personalized learning plans that are created for them. And even though everyone starts at the same point with the same login, if you will, and uh, access to the same courses, as the student progresses through these courses, the teachers are helping adjust, modify as needed in order to meet that student's needs. So if they need to remediate, the teachers can go ahead and stop and help that student with that particular skill. And if the students like to advance, they can do that um, and move forward. So with that hybrid piece, when I think about it, I'm thinking about a student who needs a flexibility to be able to do what they want to do with their day, a student who may need additional time in certain areas, and a student who wishes to move forward quickly in subject areas that perhaps they excel in. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we Mm -hmm. also provide them with opportunities to expand that knowledge base. So if they're really into science, we might have a science club that we can offer them, or we might be able to put them in touch with someone, perhaps create some type of an internship opportunity. So we like to take a look at what that student is interested in and see how we can help them grow. So does hybrid mean virtual? That's what I'm trying to get at. When you think hybrid, when you say hybrid, when you talk to parents about hybrid, Okay. It shakes out. Does it shake out as virtual? Does it shake out as part, uh, personal part virtual? What's the word? How's that work? I'm just trying to get a good definition from your point of view. Yeah. 
No, excellent question. So it can be, but in many cases, especially at our physical school locations here in South Florida, yeah. our students balance their day with going to campus live and in person and meeting with their teachers. If they're not feeling well or if they're going to be traveling for a sport or family event, they can work <laughs> remotely and they will continue to have the same teachers that they had before and they can continue their schedule just as if they were on campus. Um, but those teachers do have um, the opportunity to support those students live and they have small sessions and campus activities and so on. And then if students wanted to, they could also have more of a virtual experience by working remotely with those same exact teachers if that's what they chose. So yes, it's a little bit of both, Larry. It's yeah, a little it, bit of, is, you it, can come to it, campus, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you're on the right track here. And you know, if if we could make this happen worldwide, I think it would be great to give to make kids feel comfortable with whatever learning they need. Okay, I, don't, I, don't, I think this is good, you know? That, I agree. That we have places agree. Where, where, these, where these kids can do this. Okay, but my, my question is, how do you find teachers who are trained to handle this type of situation? That's because it's a different thing than what most teachers are used to, okay, or what they're trained I'm, for, unfortunately, I might add. They should be needing yeah. to be trained in this better than ever, but I don't know how quickly that's going to happen. So how do you find the right teachers? Yes, so that is very true, and I don't know if to say fortunately or unfortunately, but COVID <laughs> forced everyone to have this type of hybrid experience, whether right. they wanted to or not. And so teachers, some of them learned to pivot very quickly and how to make these adjustments. Some of them have embraced it and really have taken this to the next level, Larry. Uh, we've got so many teachers, especially teachers at our virtual school, that it's just like if you were sitting right next to him in a classroom. All the resources, all the tools that they're using online, all the bells and whistles that they provide students for additional activities, it's rather amazing. And the product lines that are out there have also been incredibly supportive of what we do, and our teachers are just really just kind of latching on to that. So it has been a difficult transition for some, but we do provide extensive training. We offer in-service for our teachers. We encourage them to take college courses, uh, participate in conferences and so forth to really have a good understanding of what it's like to have that virtual piece and how to marry it with that physical campus, uh, what typically people think is a traditional school. Betty, before the pandemic, was it all physical or was there hybrid building before the pandemic? Because Florida's got the virtual school. I mean, everybody knows Florida virtual school, okay? At least everybody we're talking about. So Florida's been kind of ahead of the game a little bit in this, okay? So I'm curious, was it hybrid prior to the pandemic or fully, fully in person? It was, actually. We were hybrid since we started the concept of Exceed back in 2016. Uh, we've yeah, wow. always started That's it as cool. a hybrid conference. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's smart. Okay? I, I, I like that. I think, I think it's really, really important, and the teachers are learning more and more. It's hard, okay? It's hard to do. It's hard to make the change. It's hard to understand how it works, okay? And on that note, who are the students, okay? Your grade 6 through 12. Okay, and a lot of the kids, by the way, are very good in specific specific sport. Okay, is there is there a diverse class? Who are these kids that are going there? Are they the ultra rich? Let's put it that way. Are they the standardized kid? What are they? Talk about your student body. 
Yeah, thanks. Uh, so our student body is actually very similar to a student body that you would find in a in a public school. Um, we have students who cool. come from very affluent families. We have students that also have the opportunity to attend exceed through scholarship opportunities. We have students nice. who have uh, learning differences. Um, of course, we do have the athletes that we talked about, but we have a little bit of everything. Um, our teachers are trained across the board in, in how to work with students who are learning other languages, who are working with learning differences, are gifted students, and yeah, uh, we background. really spend a lot yeah. of time in training. Yes, so we have a one almost one of everything. Wow, that's great. Equal boys, girls? Uh, pretty much, yes. Of course, some of our campuses, we do have one group that we work with out of Atlanta, and they're all young men. They're all uh, professional basketball players. So in that particular case, they're all boys. But in most of our other campuses, it's almost a 50-50 split. And when you say you work with a group, this is really fascinating to me. You say you work with a group of kids out of Atlanta. So just talk about that. Just tell, Just explain that. So obviously, these are basketball kids. You just said that. Okay, obviously you're not coaching the basketball because not you per se, but exceed because you're not down in Florida. Uh, not You're in Florida there in Atlanta, but they still need their education. And that's the part of it that you're doing in a hybrid manner. Is that correct? That is correct. These young men, they go to a particular, they go to their facility. They have support facilitators that help them there live and in person. They also attend classes with all of our virtual teachers. And when they're not working on their schoolwork, they're either jet setting around the United States, participating in different <laughs> yeah. events and yeah. tournaments. Tournaments, yeah. Um, but, sure. uh, yeah, it's, it, it gives them best of both worlds. It, they are allowed to, you know, pursue their dreams, and they have yep. specific yep. classes that have been created just for them due to the nature of their business being these high, you know, professional athletes. But they get to have both. They get to have a, a tailored educational component and a, a nice training regimen. I love talking to you. You always bring something else up. Are they professional athletes? Are they paid by teams to go? Are they paid to play basketball? But they still need their they education. Are, yes, they are paid to play basketball. Um, these young men are part wow. of a, a new basketball team called the Overtime Elite. And what Overtime that. Elite? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're basically doing the same thing we're doing. They're trying to disrupt how students get to play at the NBA level. And this is just a, another way of, of kind of getting into that program and following their dreams without having to go through the, the antiquated or old-fashioned system, if you will. Okay. So there's a lot of emphasis, okay, on sports in several of your uh, uh, facilities. But in the, how, if a kid is not interested in sports, Okay, how's that handled at at Exceed? Almost said at, at hybrid, but you know what I mean. That, that's not a prerequisite. Um, Maybe it is. I don't know. Sports. No, it, it's uh, no. You're right. Anyone can attend Exceed. Uh, of course, we do lend ourselves to the athletes just because of the type of schedules that they need. They need that practice time, sure. especially during school hours, and they're limited in a traditional school schedule. But anyone can thrive at Exceed Preparatory Academy. We have students who are just coming to exceed because they wanted to go to a smaller setting. They wanted to have more of that one-on-one -on -one teacher experience. And so we can offer that and tailor a program that's suited just for them. It, it's, a, it's a brave new world out there. How's it all working out? Okay, Betty, how's, okay. how's it all work out? In the end, what are the statistics? You've been, you guys have been around now, what, six years? 
okay, which is good. That's almost perfect to get some great data. What, what do you find it? And what have you? Yes. And the other side of that question is, what have you learned from the beginning? Obviously, it's a good idea from the get-go, but obviously, we all do something wrong. We start something, and you learn as you go. Okay, so how the kids doing, and what have you guys learned as you as you guys as you're going through this, especially with the pandemic? Right, absolutely. Well, the pandemic definitely taught us a handful of lessons there. Um, but if anything, it was a, a proof of concept for us. We really started off Exceed, and it took a little bit of while to evangelize this, if you will, other yeah, families and imagine. students really understanding what this meant, what does it mean to be a hybrid. This is a completely new concept uh, for our area here in Florida. And that took a lot of time. That was difficult, you know, focusing in certain areas, trying to get the message out. That definitely took time to, to rev up and for people to catch on and really understand it. But some of the really great successes, I have to use our families as our greatest example. The number of families and parents who tell us that what we offer at Exceed has changed their child's life completely is amazing. Students that probably were not going to graduate high school have graduated high school with us. Students that parents felt perhaps they would never go to college are in college right yeah. now. So wow. success stories really, you know, they, they live and breathe. They are walking out there and going to school and, and getting jobs and being very successful. So I, I feel that that's one of the biggest things that we hoped we would be able to accomplish. But just to see the students and hear their feedback has been quite amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it has been. And again, you, if, can, if we always say you're building the plane as you're flying. I think it's great. Okay, that, that, that's, what, that's what you're doing. And you learn from this. You mentioned before international, but we haven't touched on that at all. Okay, are you dealing with a lot of kids from other countries? We do actually. One of our our school out in Daytona actually represents. We have uh, 37 different countries represented at that campus alone. We've got <laughs> students coming in from all over the world. And one of the nice things about having that oh, virtual no, school are they, are, they is that, in, are they literally coming in physically and they do the sports and that sort of stuff? Is that why they're coming in, or are you dealing with a kid in India who plays cricket most of the day, okay, but also needs their education? How's it working? Right. Well, we actually have both. So we have some students that are working from their home country, and we're affording them that opportunity to work on uh, their particular sport or if they're performing artists and so forth. But we also have students oh, wow. who have been waiting to come to the United States, and so they'll start with our virtual school, and then they may transfer into one of our physical locations um, once they have the ability to do so. So they had the opportunity to start with Exceed as early as grade six or seven, and in that course of those seven years, they can always come to the United States, maybe be with us for a few years, and graduate from our high school. And then they can go back home to their, their own country, or they can try to stay in the United States and attend college here. So we, have, we do have both options. And we do find that many of our students, especially for the, the sports academies, they're very interested in coming here to really work on that. Um, their skills for that particular sport. So at our Daytona campus, we have about 45 students that are outside of the United States who are here to train for an entire school year, if not the next three years, and they're going to do both. They're going to go to school, they're going to live on campus, and they are going to practice and train. Yeah. yeah, so you have residential for the kids, for the kids who need it. Yes, the sports, the sports academies offer res residential for the students. 
Wow, we're used to that up here. You know, we have so many uh, uh, private high schools and private schools up here in New England, more so, I think, than anywhere in the universe sometimes. And, uh, you know, the kids live away and all that. My son went to, went to a boarding school like that. Okay, and it's um, it's a good experience for kids, I have to tell you. I, I honestly believe that. You know, this is really, and I bet you not everybody we're talking to today agrees with all this. Okay, but... It's thinking out of the box, okay? Education has been very stagnant over the past 150 years, okay? And what, and what Brent did, he looked at the Brent Goldman, and he sees it as you can think out of the box with education. And what Exceed has created is a way for a lot of kids to really learn. And again, the sports emphasis, the virtual emphasis, okay? We need to think this through. Okay, it's thinking out of the box, and we got to get out of the bureaucratic system, okay, and make sure that we get each kid what they need so that it works. I really think this is cool. You're really, you're really going to tie your by the tail there, Betty. I'll tell you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we work you hard know? on this every day. Well, I know you do, and it, it, it's got to be – it has to be different for you. You saw, you know, you worked for a huge school district in Broward County for 20 years, and no offense to Broward County, I could take any giant school district in the world. It's very bureaucratic, okay? And when when you're working at a private school like the way you're working at it, a private enterprise, I could say it that way, okay? It, it's a it, it's different, okay? It can move and flex a lot easier, okay? And it's got to be exciting for you to work in that kind of environment. Oh, it's incredibly exciting for me. I work with, I know everybody says this, but I do truly work with one of the most amazing teams. Everyone's incredibly supportive. Everyone is always open to to working together and just kind of any issue that comes up, what are we going to do to troubleshoot? And everyone's all in. So it is uh, truly a privilege to be working for Exceed Preparatory Academy. Yeah, it's it's really really cool. I'm really glad we had this conversation. Betty Norton, continued good fortune with this. You're really, really, really interesting to me. Okay, thinking outside the box. I got to tell you. Okay, and it's uh, and it's working for. Just think about this. It's working for a hell of a lot of kids. Okay, isn't that wonderful? It's working for a hell of a lot of kids. You know, it sure does. Thank you so much, Larry. Thank you for your time today. Thank you, Betty. Take care. And I I shouldn't say this. You're a Floridian. I live in Maine. Stay warm. Okay, I'll come uh-huh. visit this year. Okay, Thank take care. You. Thank Will you. Do. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Betty Norton, everybody. That is it. This is really cool. It's called Exceed Preparatory Academy with an X at the beginning. X letter C E E D. And it, you know, it it's so interesting. Okay, to see how do you, do you look at education, you do it a different way, and it's really interesting. This is hybrid education, sports, emphasizing sports, etc. Really interesting, Betty. Thank you. Okay, we'll archive over it. It's uh, by the way, let me give you it's exceedprep.org, exceedprep.org. Okay, check it all out. Again, Amanda, thank you. My name is Larry Jacobs. See everything we do over at ace-ed.org, and thanks so much for listening. Thank you, Betty. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.